Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 7th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth welcome to the broadcast hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic archives on demand radio libertyroundtable.com donations welcome lovingliberty.net our nationally syndicated radio network with a whole host of incredible podcasts available anytime downloadable iPhone and Android apps with live and on-demand radio at your fingertips free. Donations, feedback opportunities. Follow us on Twitter via that app and more. Welcome to the broadcast. All right, so many things to talk about, so little time. First hour, I got a bunch of news to bring to your attention. Uh, You could call it a gripe, you can call it what you want, but a whole lot of news with commentary. Second hour, of course, Brighty on TV, simulcast with the Sheriff Mack show. Uh, Myself, along with Sheriff Mack, will be talking to sheriffs that are sick of Biden's abuse of power. We'll talk about that as the broadcasts unfold. Quick recap of yesterday's show starts now. We had our guest on Mr. Lowell Nelson, campaignforliberty.org, ronpaulinstitute.org. And man, whenever Lowell's on, it's just incredible radio. He researches till the cows come home. Uh, He finds the best hard-hitting news articles anywhere and really drills into them like nobody's business. We're delighted and grateful to have Lowell on with us uh, once a week. Uh, We talked about the war on domestic terror. Senator Rand Paul sent me an email and wrote, armed agents in Texas have been dispatched to the homes of private citizens to arrest parents who have the wrong opinions about critical race theory. Ladies and gentlemen, this is out of control. And we're not only seeing the problems at the federal level, Joe Biden whacked out of his mind and out of control, but you're seeing it at the state levels. Some states are just whacked out of their minds out of control. But you know what? We're seeing the same abuses all the way down to the local county and city level as well. You don't believe me? Well, we'll talk more about this next hour. But literally, the school district has a police department. Did you know that? And the school district's police department, in bed with or in coordination with the sheriff, sent armed agents to arrest parents in their homes. I'm asking, where is the constitutional county sheriff, huh? But if that's not enough, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what is. In New York City now, they're talking about having the mayor say every business has to vax. We'll talk about that over the next couple of days as well. It's corruption. It's abuse of power. It's out of control. Rogue agents in government. 
literally at every level, top to bottom now. Last week, for example, on November the 30th, the U.S. House of Representatives passed H.R. 550. They call it the Immunization Infrastructure Modernization Act. In the bill, they say, would provide the government with $400 million, taxpayer dollars, to create a confidential, population-based, computerized database that would be used for all kinds of things, folks. Recording immunizations that anybody has. Coordinating efficiently between all states and territories. Determining who's been administered vaccines and who has not. It would be shared with public and private health care entities as well as governments, federal and state, sharing information. They say it would expand and improve access to this information all over. In other words, in all geographic locations. This is unacceptable, folks, but it hasn't passed the Senate. Mike Lee and Rand Paul are against it. Hopefully they can stop it in the Senate. But not a single Democrat voted against H.R. 550. But 80-plus Republicans voted for it, ladies and gentlemen. Even the four Republican House members in Utah voted for it. Shame on them. Anyway, there you have that. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is getting rowdy. This is out of control. They're monitoring and tracking and calling us terrorists and sicking the FBI on us and locking us down. And I mean, it's getting worse, not better. You don't believe me? Well, we talked about the COVID-19 outbreak on the U.S. cruise ship, despite the fact that everybody on the ship was vaccinated. That's according to the Louisiana Department of Health, ladies and gentlemen. Right? Now, it gets worse because I'll tell you what. They first said, well, we think we have 10 people that have been infected. Now they're saying it's 17 plus and growing. Remember, these are all vaccinated. This wasn't supposed to happen because everybody was supposed to get the vax first by force. And then you could go on a cruise. Well, what if I went on a cruise and I was not vaxxed, just for instance, and what if everybody else got the cocoa but me, because I have natural immunity, then what? Who's a threat to whom, I might humbly ask? They say thanks to public health and medical professionals for transparency, we now have smoking gun confidential documents that prove that Pfizer and the FDA, they knew that the Pfizer's mRNA vaccines were killing people, thousands of people, causing thousands of abortions, negatively affecting women three times more than men. It's all at the truthaboutvaccines.com if you want to learn about it. But folks, the details are shocking. The FDA literally committed cr- criminal fraud. Let me say that again. The FDA committed criminal fraud and misrepresentation in approving the experimental mRNA vaccines and calling them safe and effective when they knew it was a lie. Top FDA decision makers now must face arrest and criminal prosecution. Nuremberg Code, come on. This is absolutely insane. They told you it was safe and effective. They knew months ahead of time, according to these smoking documents, that it was a flat-out lie. 
the mRNA vaccine was known by Pfizer to be deadly, even in the first three months of emergency use. Pfizer is also complicit in the deaths of innocent individuals. Victims, they should have pulled their vaccine and halted distribution when they knew that it was killing people. But they didn't. They just went merrily, summarily along their way. Wow, shame on them. We also talked with Lowell Nelson about SecureVoteUtah.org. It's an initiative petition in an effort to reform Utah's election process that got filed last week. I signed it. We pray they're successful. We rounded out the hour talking about Joel Skousen's incredible presentation. It was an end-of-the-year briefing in Payson, Utah, and Lowell took notes and briefed us on it. Man, it is shocking. Joel highlighted the dishonesty of the coronavirus pandemic. He highlighted what we need to do to get prepared physically, mentally, spiritually. And man, it's a road to hoe of the preparedness plan. But trouble is a-coming. Make no mistake about that. Anyway, that was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live. Spread the word available at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. All right, we had our guests on second hour, Doug and Amelia Ford. They, together as husband and wife, run a non-denominational multicultural ministry. And they say, why do they run the ministry? Because the body of Christ is one in him, no matter where we choose to worship. Psalmsoflove.com is their website. And it was a rich hour of Christianity, ladies and gentlemen. It was a rich hour of education about what they're doing. Their ministry is very passionate about encouraging and helping the body of Christ to grow into a deeper, loving relationship with God. When we go deeper in his presence, there's true healing and freedom. We do this through, they say, worship and teaching. And their teaching includes song and dance. Uh, They also say we believe prayer is another great weapon. As I mentioned in Ephesians 6, 18, Paul instructed us to pray without ceasing. Amen to that. They say we believe just like Paul, who taught about the armor of God in Ephesians 6, 10, 18, that our worship is also a spiritual weapon God has gifted us. Amen to that. Psalm 22, 3, God has stated, God inhabits our praise. And whenever he's president, or whenever he's present, I'm sorry, it's always a victory. And um, we played a, a couple of songs, some instrumentals they have that are meant for reflection. Uh, and uh, they believe God gave them these songs. God gave Doug the songs. Um, he's just the instrument minister uh, through which the Lord brought them forward. And so we played uh, the trumpet sounds. That's not an instrumental. It's got words and everything else. And God is the love that conquers all. As we really highlighted that turning to God is one of the great solutions we have at our fingertips. Amen to that. That's a recap. Hard-hitting news in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. You are a racist. Your mom is a racist. Your dad is a racist. And your entire family is racist. And you should all be punished. That's what Governor Brad Little thinks about you. So much so that he took $30 million of taxpayers' money to force critical race theory down the throats of school children, even though the Idaho legislature voted against it. This is the doctrine that teaches your children that just because they are white, they are racist. Yes, your governor, good old Brad Little, violated the constitutional law and did this while you weren't watching. Why is Governor Brad Little paying to promote radical leftist doctrine loved by Democrats like Boise Mayor McLean and sleepy Joe Biden? This is Ammon Bundy and we need to completely reject critical race theory in Idaho. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com Back to the alive, ladies and gentlemen. Happy to have you along. So much to talk about, so little time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have a big problem. It's about Devin Nunes, Republican of California, Trump ally, and more. All right, headline says Devin Nunes retires from Congress, will become the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group, TMTG. The organization announced in a press release, Congressman Devin Nunes is a fighter and a leader. He will make an excellent CEO of TMTG. Devin understands that we must stop liberal media and big tech from destroying freedoms that make America great. America is ready for truth. Social. That's the social media operation of Donald Trump. Social media operation says it has raised $1 billion from investors. BBC with that detail. So let me get this straight. Devin Nunes bailing from Congress. They say the election maps have changed and the Republicans don't have a chance. So Devin's out. Donald Trump wants to get to the truth. So what he does is he goes to the swamp. He goes to the um, California congressman. And he goes to Devin Nunes and, you know, says, hey, be the CEO of my company. 
So you see the revolving door once again, Donald Trump style now. You see Devin Nunes literally, all right, literally happening right now. Devin Nunes leaves Congress because, hey, he'll be, he won't be elected anyway now that they've redistricted, et cetera. And Devin Nunes retired from Congress now. He's the CEO of Trump's company. Now, Trump's company has already raised a billion dollars. And believe it or not, we haven't seen Trump's new service at all. Trump keeps talking about a media company, but we haven't even seen one launch. Now, make no mistake, he will launch one. But he's teased the public for literally months on end about building a media company. In the meantime, he's sitting in big-time boardrooms with big, big money to launch this thing. This isn't going to be a small thing. So now regulators are investing President or I'm sorry, investigating President Trump's media company already. Yeah, regulators are already investigating Trump's media company, even though Trump and Devin have not even launched it yet. All right, you say, well, why, what, what's going on, Sam? It's called Digital World Acquisition. That's the group that's kind of working on this for the Donald. It's what you call a blank check company. Do you know what that means, ladies and gentlemen? Do you know what a blank check company is? Yeah. <laughs> a blank check company. I don't know how many of you even know what that is, but I'm going to tell you. A blank check company is usually a company that has a ton of big investors with serious money. And what they do is they kind of create a shell company. Then they merge it with the company that wants to be started up. And they raise money big time. And there's a lot of regulation about how these companies work because... If you're not very careful, they can play the stock market and they can manipulate the way the company's launched to skip most of the traditional from private company go public uh, I's that need to be dotted and T's that need to be crossed and all this kind of stuff. Well, they say financing company told investors that it was in deal talks weeks after its CEO held a private meeting. It was a private video conference about a possible deal with Donald Trump. So they say one day in April, a group of men gathered on a video conference call to discuss a deal to bankroll former President Donald J. Trump's planned media company. So now you got these big wigs meeting in this conference call to bankroll Donald. Among the participants... According to two people familiar with the call, were Mr. Trump's representatives on one side and the chief executive and a future board member of Digital World Acquisitions. They call that a blank check company, and that would announce the deal with Trump six months later. At the time, they say Patrick Orlando, Digital World's chief executive officer, was also running several other blank check companies. And it's unclear which one he was representing on the video conference. But they say yet the month after the video call, which has not been previously reported, Digital World said in securities filings that it had not identified or begun 
talking with any potential merger targets. But the problem is blank check companies like Digital World, they're also called special purpose acquisition companies, just so you know, or SPACS. Here's what happens. They sell their shares to investors first, and then they go looking for a business to merge with. Okay? They aren't supposed to have a deal lined up before selling shares. On Monday, Digital World said investigators are now investigating. Regulators are investigating. So the Security and Exchange Commission has requested information about the deal, including the identities of some investors, not to mention certain documents and communications between the stack and Mr. Trump's company. Trump Media and Technology Group. The investigation, by the way, let me be very clear about this. The investigation does not mean that anybody's violated the law. Digital World said in its filing on Monday that Trump Media announced that Devin Nunes was going to be the CEO. And that's even further indication that it may have happened. What happened, you say? Well, this idea that they knew who would invest before they got everything together. Okay, Digital World raised over $300 million, and then they were able to get another $1 billion. So the point is they're saying there's no way that you could have lined this all up, got the money without kind of jumping the gun and letting people know who the merger was with before you pulled the trigger on the investors. It gets very complex, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm not here to say the uh, regulators are right. But what I'm saying is this. Trump is already under this big old scrutiny thing. And he hasn't even launched his company yet. Right? So the problem is these companies oftentimes cut corners. They have sloppy paperwork. They announce things before they're supposed to because it, it, it violates a lot of regulation. Now, the problem is they mention these big companies that might be involved with them. And people believe then that they got these cemented deals when oftentimes they don't. So then what happens is that if they, let's say they mention J.P. Morgan, and so everybody thinks there's a big banking partner behind them. And then later they say, well, we're not really with J.P. Morgan. But they talked about it as if it was so. So the problem is, what if I were to say to you something like this? What if I said this? Well, we have a preferred target, and it's this. Or we have a preferred partner, and it's this. And then, well, later we say, well, it didn't work out, but we have somebody else. See, the bottom line is when you deal directly or indirectly with any, quote, business combination target, it becomes a problem. Disclosure becomes very important. 
because regulators allow blank check companies, listen to me carefully, to sell their shares to the public with minimal financial disclosures. The companies are not allowed to have merger partners in mind before their IPO happens. Okay, otherwise it could be served as a back channel for companies to go public while escaping rigorous public scrutiny. Right? Anyway, they went to Mar-a-Lago to promote the deal. It's a big old possible, well, no matter what, it's a cloud over Trump's organization, right? Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A former D.C. National Guard official alleged that top Army generals lied to Congress in their testimony regarding January 6th. Colonel Earl Matthews, who was serving on January 6th, alleges in a memo that the official version of the military response is worthy of the best Stalinist or North Korean propagandist, and that the Pentagon Inspector General's November report on it features myriad inaccuracies, false or misleading statements, or examples of faulty analysis. The DOD continues to stand by its report. December 7, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. It was 80 years ago today the United States was forced into World War II when Japan attacked the military port of Pearl Harbor, Hawaii. In a radio address August 14, 1945, Emperor Hirohito urged his people to accept the surrender. USA Radio News. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on. Like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard, America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. You may be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip-hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. America's largest city is forcing a vaccine mandate on the private sector. New York City is imposing a vaccine mandate for all private sector employers as a preemptive measure to fight a surge of COVID cases this winter, Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Monday. We've got Omicron as a new factor. We've got the colder weather, which is going to really create additional challenges with the Delta variant. We've got holiday gatherings. We in New York City have decided to use a preemptive strike. The mandate covers 184,000 businesses and will go into effect on December 27th, and it doesn't give unvaccinated employees the option to get tested regularly, de Blasio said. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. Former Empire actor Jesse Smollett denied Monday that he staged an anti-gay racist attack on himself, testifying in his trial that there was no hoax. Jesse Smollett will resume testifying in his defense today. USA Radio News.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, happy to have you along. So we're talking about Donald Trump right now. And in my opinion, Donald Trump, uh, since he left office, has been making horrible, horrible moves and decisions. And I know you Trump supporters are going to criticize me hard for this, but i got to be honest with you about it. Trump is backing all kinds of strange candidates for office. He's desperate. And now Devin Nunes retires from Congress and becomes the CEO of Trump's new media company. The problem with all this is that regulators are now investigating Trump's media company along with Digital World Acquisition. They call that a blank check company. And the idea really is this weird, strange thing where they've got all this merger and the goal is to, you know, fund the company and bring it to market fast and make it public and make it instantly big uh, by creating a shell company and merging it with his investor, you know, arm and doing all these things. And what you do is you avoid public company conversion scrutiny while at the same time, uh, you know, jumping into the market. The problem with it all is, is you've drafted your CEO, Devin Nunes, for, right from the swamp. Right from the heart of the failed Republicans who didn't accomplish much while in office. All right. And then you not only create this revolving door of a swamp monster, you know, representative um, who's been, what, in Congress 17 years or 18 years or something like that, Devin Nunes has. And then you basically put that together with this kind of scandal. And here's the problem. Donald Trump's company isn't even running, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even up and running. At least my teeny media company is up and running. Okay. Now, here's the worst part. Donald Trump is begging us all for money literally every day. All right. I don't know what uh, the net worth of Devin Nunes is, all right? But it's got to be a chunk of money. I mean, as a Congress critter, what do you make, 175000 That's on the books, right? But here's the problem. Every member uh, of Congress, Republican, Democrat, House Rep, Senator, right? Every one of those people literally go into Congress most of the time, not doing very well financially, right? But then they come out doing well, right? So on one hand, it's like, oh, they go in, they don't make a lot of money really with their salary. They say this, Devin Nunes' source of wealth is becoming a politician. How much money is he worth? At the age of 48, what's his real net worth now? They say, what, a million dollars? All right. The source of his money is politician. He was born in California, 1973, he's age 48. They say it's rel- relatively simple to predict his income. That's 175 grand a year as a Congress member. It's harder to know how much he's spent over the years. Right? That's the problem. We don't know about these people's wealth. Well, here's my big problem. 
So now you got Devin Nunes, likely a millionaire. I'd have to look up his net worth to, to really dig into it. It's hard to, to figure it out. Different sources have different numbers, and you got to make sure that you double-check your sources and stuff, right? But Devin Nunes is now going to be the CEO. How much is he going to get paid? You think it's a pay raise for Devin from Congress? Well, you bet it is. How much? I don't even know. But here's the deal. I got an email from a guy by the name of Ryan Gerdeski. And he basically says, you don't know who I am, but here's my plan. Resign, recall, and replace CRT school boards. The Blaze is who sent this to me. Sounds good, right? Resign, recall, and replace CRT school boards. The Blaze. But then I dug into this thing, and I read what they had to say, and the plan's good. They're like, hey, all over the country, we've got to go ahead and do this. But then I saw the names that are involved. Are you familiar with Tucker Carlson? Are you familiar with Laura Ingram? Are you familiar with Donald Trump Jr.? So in this email, they then say they need money for me. They need money to help all these guys get elected, and they need money for the media. They say, hey, we got to uh, have enough money because we got to run ads to promote these people that will uh, run and replace liberals in school boards. So they talk about how on the federal level, it's a big old race, and we've always all put money into that, but we got to really start looking more local. And so we got to put a bunch of money into these local races. Oftentimes, they're nonpartisan, and so people literally don't focus on them much, but that allows liberals just to get into office. Now, every bit that they say is true. We should focus on the local level. It's true that when the races are nonpartisan, uh, we let liberals slip in kind of under the radar. It's all true. But my problem is when you have Devin Nunes involved, when you have regulators investigating Trump's media company, because they're you know doing this big deal when they've already raised literally one billion three hundred million dollars, and the people that are involved are all multimillionaires, okay? Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, Donald Trump Jr., and then they send it through Glenn Beck's media service, The Blaze. Every one of those people are multi, multi-millionaires. They say they need the money for the media. All right? They're all multi-millionaires. Why do they continually, on the daily, beg me for money? They've literally raised $1,300,000 for a company that's not even launched, meaning it's not even you know, producing media services that I know of. They're begging me every day for money so that they can elect politicians across the country, so they can do this, so they can do that. And I think about that in, in the situation right now where inflation is taking a toll on families like you wouldn't believe. When they say there's going to be a chicken nugget shortage, for crying out loud, okay? And the families are struggling and people don't have jobs, and okay? And Donald Trump wants us to put money into his companies, into his organizations. And the problem is there's a bunch of, quote, 
surrogate companies out there, right? Who is this Ryan Gerdeski guy that's emailing me on behalf of um, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, and Donald Trump? Now, aren't Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram already in the media? And aren't they with some pretty liberal, big, mainstream media companies already? Right? Think about that. So now you've got these big media personalities working for the mainstream press, working with Donald Trump Jr., working with Glenn Beck, and, he, and they're all asking me for money. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm saying it's it's dishonest. It is dishonest for Devin Nunes to get with you know, Glenn Beck to distribute this, to get with all these people. Okay, they're all loosely connected, and they're all begging me for money. They say they need the money for the media, but here's the problem. We already own media. Believe it or not, I have a company that's already been in the media for 25-plus years. I've owned my radio network, Liberty News Radio, since 2009. So that's, what, already 13 years old? And we've ran it on a shoestring. But they say they need the money for the media, but I own the media. And I'm willing to help. I'm willing to run their commercials. I'm willing to promote what they do. In fact, we have a commercial running for Donald right now for free. So we're willing to help for free if we must. But if we could get some financial help, that would be great. They've got $1,300,000,000, and they're on the bender to raise money on the daily. And every one of them begging me for money are millionaires. Uh, It is dishonest, ladies and gentlemen. And let me tell you why. How many Americans who are getting emails like I am on the daily would give money to this cause if they knew Donald Trump had already in a very kind of backhanded, questionable way, partnered with these people and already raised $1,300,000,000, and the number's growing daily. Huh? The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. 
Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off with America surrendering to terrorists. Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake. Twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm being very critical of Donald Trump. The decisions that Donald has been making since he left office are just horrendous. Okay, right now he's been talking about cranking up a media company for literally months on end, begging me, Sam, you have been picked. You've been selected. You can go ahead and sign up. You're one of the very few that have been given the opportunity to sign up for Donald Trump's media company in a beta program or an early release. And then you read a little further and it says, all you've got to do is put in 50 bucks. Well, that doesn't give you the chance to be involved for 50 bucks. It gives you the chance to win. And with your 50 bucks, you could win a chance to possibly do a bunch of things. Go to dinner with Donald Trump. Go to Mar-a-Lago, all expenses paid. Uh, get a membership to his media company early. Uh, and we go on and on and on and on. And all they're doing is fleecing the American people for money to get a chance to do something. So it's like a big old gambling deal. And they're begging me for 20 bucks, 50 bucks that would be taken away from my family, either to elect a politician or to fund the media or whatever. They've got a gazillion emails going around. And they're all loosely tied to Donald Trump. One of them is from Ryan Gerdeski. But he's somehow tied in with Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, and Donald Trump Jr. Then I get direct ones from, you know, Donald in the media. And they say they need the money for the media, but I've got media. And I'm willing to help, but I can't get them to talk about my radio show on their platform. I get, it's like Mike Lindell. I offered to interview Mike Lindell, and he's like, I don't have time. Too busy. We're not taking interviews now. But then he dares to go on his own media and say, man, people won't let me tell the story. Well, which is it? See, honesty is the issue here, ladies and gentlemen. All right? These guys are all multimillionaires that are asking me for money. I get the email from the Blaze. So that's Glenn Beck and his organization involved, right? Uh, they say it's Ryan whatever, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, Donald Trump, Jr., these guys are all multimillionaires. Then they hire a swamp to lead the media company, a swamp leader. You could say, Sam, Devin Nunes isn't the leader of the swamp. Okay, well, he's made most of his money from politics. You think Devin Nunes would be on the radar for Trump to draft him to be CEO of his new media company if he hadn't hit Congress first? See, all these people become big and rich through Congress or somehow in politics. So Devin Nunes, through politics, first he's, what, a nobody? Then he goes to politics in, what is it, 2001, 2003, something like that? And now, hey, he's the CEO 
of a company through the revolving door, politics to media, right? Of now this company, and again, I don't know what its net worth of the company will be when it even starts out or how much it will be valued when it starts out. But they've already raised, they've already raised $1 billion, $300 million. So when they're begging you for money, ladies and gentlemen, it's one thing for you to go, okay, yeah, I'll help. They need the money. Let's grow. Let's get an alternative media rolling out there. Really? Now, so they say Devin's net worth is right around 300000 which is nothing. But what's his net worth now that he's the CEO of a $1 billion, $300 million company that, listen, that listen very carefully, that is not even off the ground. All right, back in 2014, for example, Devin got 1.4 million in political action committee money. You see what I'm getting at? What is this guy? And now they're all together and they're begging me for money. Now, if they told you, hey, we want you to donate to our media company. We need to raise funds. But they told you we've already raised $1 billion, $300 million, and we're not really even off the ground yet. We're not producing any media. We can't allow you to become a member of our platform. We, we're not really there yet. But please donate to us because we need to influence the 2022 elections. Would you be willing to give them money? Or would you say to yourself, you know what? I didn't realize all that. Man, there's some bigwigs begging me for cash when they're doing just fine. And now regulators are investigating Trump's media company already. And they haven't even produced anything yet. I say the whole thing is dishonest. I say the whole thing is immoral. Why would they ignore people like me who are already in the media, who are already on the air with credibility? I mean, I'm the, I'm the one that CNN tried to trash until I pushed back. And then they basically said, oh, yeah, you know what? Donald Trump's organization says Liberty Roundtable Live is a legitimate uh, talk show that promotes America and American values. So you can say I'm nobody, but Donald Trump Jr., that's the guy that comes on my program on Super Tuesday. And now these guys are asking for money. Why don't they use the organizations that are already here? You got myself, Liberty News Radio. You've got Loving Liberty Radio Network. You've got Brighty on TV. You've got a lot of groups. Right? You've got a lot of groups, ladies and gentlemen that are truly making a big difference right now already. I mean, we broadcasted live from the Republican National Convention. We broadcasted live from the inauguration of President Trump. We had a media pass to be there. We've been to several of Trump's rallies and events as an organization. I haven't personally been to the rallies. But we've been, we've been able to, to be credentialed in the past. 
Anyway, I'm not trying to just be abusive to people and just attack people. I know that I'm, you know, promoting a clarion call for civility, but I really have to call a spade a spade here. I have to be honest in the media. And to all of you who are giving money to Donald Trump, who is involved, I think, to some degree with Mike Lindell, but I don't know how or what. Are they just different organizations, but they're friendly to one another? Or are there, are there financial ties? You know, I don't know. Did Donald Trump fund Mike Lindell, or is Mike doing this on his own? I don't know. But Mike Lindell literally gets on your you know, TV and on your radio or whatever and says, hey, I'm mad at the mainstream press. I'm going to pull my products from them. They won't let me tell my story. And then guys like me reach out and go, I'll let you tell the story, Mike. And Mike says, we're not doing interviews. We don't have time for you. We're not doing any interviews anymore. How honest is that? How honest is it when all these multimillionaires, two of them, Laura Ingram, well, three of them, Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump Jr., and then using Glenn Beck's service to peddle the news or the information or beg for money. How many of those people should be asking me for money? How much money has Donald Trump Jr. put into his own family money? Huh? How much has Laura Ingram put in of her personal money? How much has Tucker Carlson put in of his own money? Now, I have a lot more respect for Tucker. Let me tell you why. Tucker is already in the media. He's on the mainstream press. That's true. But he pushes the envelope as much as they'll let him. That's been obvious for years. Even back in the 2008-2012 election cycles, when Ron Paul was running for president, Ron said Tucker was one of the most fair of anybody. Boy, howdy, was he right. Uh, But Tucker Carlson, not only that, he's put his money where his mouth is. Uh, Him and a buddy are the ones that have created the Daily Caller, right? The Daily Caller is a great news organization. I mean, they do a good job. And they bring forward a lot of news and information. On Saturday, remember I talked to you about this professor that I had some arguments with about accuracy in the media and accuracy in in truth-telling and reporting and et cetera. Uh, Anyway, go back and listen to that two-hour broadcast if you want to get caught up on how I battle with the liberals in the media oftentimes behind the scenes. But um, uh, Tucker Carlson and the Daily Caller were the ones that had that article that I had referred to. So I got more respect for Tucker than, than the rest of them. But I look at Laura Ingram. I'm not saying she's a bad person, but she's been in the mainstream press, multimillionaire. Even Tucker, multimillionaire. Donald Trump, multimillionaire. Donald Trump Jr., multimillionaire. Um, Mike Lindell, multimillionaire. But they're all literally running around begging us for money. I mean, it is shocking to me, folks. It really is. It is shocking to me how we uh, don't know what's really going on. So, yeah, let me say it this way. Hey, Donald Trump wants to raise money for his media company. He doesn't have a product or a service yet, but he's been talking about it for months. They've already raised $1,300,000,000. And now they're being investigated, investigated by the government. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, will you please donate some money to help us? And I'm thinking, what about that in comparison to, say, my company, Liberty News Radio, that's literally been operating in the media in some form or another since, like, 1992? We're not under government scrutiny. 
The IRS tried to attack us at one point. We beat them. But all I'm telling you is, okay, you say, well, Sam, you're, you're, what you're doing is just small and, and, and inconsequential. You're just preaching to the choir. What you do don't, doesn't really make a difference. We need to go bigger, go home, Sam, is what we need to do. And my response is, what's bigger? Somebody like me that doesn't have money, my net worth is a couple hundred thousand at best, including my house and all my net worth and everything else, right? Sam, um, what about my net worth? And then, you know what? I've been in the media for 25 plus years. And I've literally spent over a million dollars of my own money in the media. If you count my time, it's way beyond that. Okay, what about the influence of that over 25 years? Interviewing Donald Trump Jr. on Super Tuesday. uh, Literally, Republican convention live. uh, The inauguration of President Donald Trump live. And we've interviewed a lot of people in our day. Um, All that media over 25 years versus... Donald Trump's telling you that he's going to launch a media company someday. He really is. He promises. He will. He'll launch it. All you got to do is give him a little bit more money. We're so close. In fact, you can put some money in and have a chance to win a dinner with a Donald. You can have a chance to possibly get an early bird seat in Donald Trump's social media company. Are you feeling like that's something for you? See, I'm not. When I look, ladies and gentlemen, at the details of what they're proposing and promoting and launching and doing, I have to say this, ladies and gentlemen. It's dishonest, I tell you. Honesty is the issue. Is it not? Now, here's the last question that I will ask, and I don't have the answer. I'll dig into this. What is the constitutional scorecard for Devin Nunes? How constitutional is he compared to, say, a Rand Paul, a Mike Lee, right? How constitutional is Devin Nunes? We'll get that, that information and report back as soon as we can. Hour one of the can, two coming up. Liberty Roundtable simulcast with Brighty on TV, the Sheriff Mack Show, in seconds on your radio. God save the republic.